0: Welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life, and the world, with ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth, and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Julie Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor and creator of Conscious Leadership and property investor living in the UK. Virtual availability as a manager. One thing to remember, and it's always a thing to remember with leading and managing, is that you can't please all of the people all of the time. And however we manage, whether it be up or down or across within an organisation and the hierarchy within an organisation. And even if you are flat managing, as I used to call it, participatively manage, which I now believe may be retitled Teal, virtual availability and availability from you to your staff team and your colleagues within the current environment, and if you're working from home or flexible working is vital to have the conversation around. So let's think about this. You remember, you can't please all of the people all of the time. And as a thought process, how did you use to manage your availability when perhaps you and all of your team were in one location? Another thing to also remember is that you need to do your work. So you need time for you to complete the tasks, the projects that you need to do and you have your deadlines. What you also need to remember as the manager and as the leader within your business at whatever position you are in, your time, your tasks also include leading and managing your team, leading and managing your business, Leading and managing your colleagues. It's up, down, and across. Now, in the office, you can have a visual sign that indicates your availability. And I have seen things in the past, from as simple as somebody wearing a baseball hat to indicate to people that they are not to be disturbed, they need concentrated time. I have seen flags above a screen. I have seen individuals wearing a headset to say, I need my time, I need my space. And that works especially well within an open plan environment. And I've also seen things as simple as when you can have your own office, when people do have their own office, to have the door shut. Pure and simple. If the door's open, I'm available. If the door's shut, I'm not. Now, of course, when we are working virtually, there are other things to consider because you're not... In sight of your team. And I, of course, understand that not everybody was always insight of their team anyway. So you've got different floors, um, you know, round corners across offices, depends on how your layout was as, a, as an office, as a, as a business. And before recording this audio, I have completed some research. I have talked to a lot of people who have gone from Working in an office to working from home. And what I have established, which was absolutely no surprise to me, is that some are okay and some are not. Some want more time from their management, some want less time from their management. So it comes back to the balance and knowing your staff team. But it's more than that. Within your staff team, some will demand your time and attention and some won't. Some will will be loud and vocal and some will be quiet. Now, a lot of this will come down to you knowing your staff team, knowing the people that you work with and how they generally operate. Because people aren't saying anything doesn't mean that they don't need you and your time. And because some people are noisy and will demand your time, doesn't really mean that you need to give it to them. So there's a real balance within understanding what's going on. And it does come back into the 80-20 principle. So the Pareto principle. So for those of you that know that, think about that concept. And for those of you that don't, I can either do another audio recording on what that really means or have a quick look on Google. Google's a master of giving you information. And the 80-20 rule basically covers everything that we'll probably ever do in life. It's a really good general concept to get your head around. So let's have a think about pe- why people may want you. And this is in no order of importance. And what is number one for one person will be number 10 for another. And the same as one of my other audio recordings, for some bizarre reason, I've come up with 10 considerations. So let's go through them. So why do people need your availability? Why do people need your time? One, and this is probably the most important to think about the randomness of your availability, is that there's an emergency. They need you now because something has happened drastically. Number two is sickness, their sickness or somebody within their family's sickness. And remembering working from home, not everybody is going to have an ideal environment to operate within and from. So other people within that household will, unless they've got space to share, be impacting on the individual that you are managing. So it could be sickness and that could be them, a family member, it could be anybody in reality. Number three They want to, your staff team, want to pass on information to you about something. They want to update you on something. Now, that can be planned or it could be random. And we'll come back to the planning and the randomness of these things as we go through. Number four, there could be a deadline slipping. So you may not know something has been going on, but there is a deadline slipping. And the deadline may be important. Number five, pure and simple, there could just be a big problem that's appeared. Number six, they want your help. Now, they will want your help for different reasons, for different things. They may need some. And if we go to the real business type help, they may need some training. They may not know how to do something. They may want your advice because you are the expert. You are the authority they may be new to doing something or they may not be particularly confident with doing something or they may simply want to talk through something and use you as a sounding board. Number seven, they want to interact. They want your attention. You are the boss. You are the manager. You are the leader. They will look to you. They will want your attention. It's part of a self-esteem and a value system that employees hold, that you hold with your boss, your, your manager. Now, again, some of your team will need that more. Some of your team will need that less. Number eight, they want to be social. So working virtually stops the Chats around the water cooler, the chats when they're making the coffee, the tea breaks, the cigarette breaks, where they'll go outside and have a conversation with their colleagues, whoever that may be. So it is pure and simple, a social interaction that's required. Number nine, they want some feedback. They want the praise. They want the constructive criticism. They need feedback. Feedback fuel as individuals. And number 10, they want to feel valued. Isolation can do strange things to people. So the interaction that they would normally have, even if it is, they, is a nod or a smile or a good morning, that's all now missing with the virtual process that we're going through and that you may be moving to permanently within your organisation. So let's have a think about is this a random contact or a planned contact? And this is where I would suggest that you talk to your team and work with them to create the process, the system and trial it. If you haven't already done that. Plan the meeting in to do that gain the feedback from your staff team, your colleagues, whatever level you're at, it really is not important and ask for the feedback, ask for the contribution, ask them how it's working. Ask them what they would like and get everybody's contribution. It will support the staff's the team spirit. It will will make them feel or increase the feeling of value, of being valued. It will increase the opportunity for them to contribute. It will increase the opportunity for them to feedback. It will increase the opportunity for them to pass on information. It will reduce the problem by the proactiveness of the action. And then think about, is it whatever you create, is it set in stone or is it flexible? This is not an easy subject to get right. That's for one thing. I mean, back to what I said right at the beginning you can't please all of the people all of the time. That's just a given. But think about whether your staff team are part time, whether they're full time, whether they are shift, whether they work weekends. What hours do you work and how do you coincide with all of the members of the team? Do you have to do all of the availability? If you're not there, you know you will go on holiday. You will need your downtime. How do you manage that within the process as well? So what is it you want to do? When is it you want to do it? And how do you want to do it? There are multiple online things that you can help to create the availability and market for the purpose. So whether it's in the calendars, but think about the times, think about the days, think about the medium of the communication. Is it email? Is it text? Is it WhatsApp? Is it on Teams? Is it on Slack? Is it on a phone call? Is it a Zoom call? Is it a webinar? How are you managing the process? What is the medium that the availability is going to be utilised through? If you add all of this audio together and talk about it with your team, you will have a greater chance of success. You will have a greater 80% success rate Versus a 20% mistake rate. So we go back to the 80-20 rule Pareto. Please remember, you can't please all of the people all of the time. Think about what you used to do and how you can replicate that if it worked. If you didn't have a system in place before, it's vital you create one now and create it with your team. It will have multiple impacts across the team on involving them in the process rather than it being dictated to them a quick audio on virtual availability as a manager, as a leader. If you have any questions on any of this, please contact me. I am more than happy to answer your questions. And at the end of this audio, I wish you all the very best. As usual, I'm here for your success. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. You can contact Julie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and hear me out. Please subscribe to her YouTube channel for how-to videos and more content. And please message Julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it.